Hi guys, my name is Kalen. Hey, I'm Delmas. This is Pablo. This is Jabir. This is Kevin. Guys, welcome to the Third World Perspective. We are going to give you a Third World Perspective on all kind of sports. You name them. Beach, NBA, NFL, (laughs) Beach, F1, football. You name them. All kinds of sports. Yes. Thank you. Ciao. Hey guys, welcome back to the Third World Perspective. Welcome back to another episode. This is NFL 101. My name is Pablo. I'm actually joined by our very first guest on NFL 101. Matt is back. I think it's now five or six, five months. It's six months later because it's February now. Um, the last okay. time we did an yeah, man. The last time we did an episode with Matt was back in August. Um, I have Matt back on the podcast, man. Matt, say hi. Nice to be back. How is everyone? You know, <laughs> um, it's been a, it's it's been a while. Obviously, the regular season is over and done with, and we were speaking before the season actually started. Yeah. Um, how have you been? How are things in Ontario? Um, for our new listeners, obviously, guys that m- perhaps did not listen to, which is actually our most played episode on NFL. Um, maybe they don't know you're in Canada, you're in Ontario. Um, how are things over there? It's good. It's a bit cold. Um, yeah, that, that is something right now. It's about uh, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's about three degrees Celsius right now, uh, which isn't too bad. But it gets pretty cold at night. Um, so uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty cold in Canada. Yeah, I've had. Yeah, um, but we talk about NFL. We to smash out some NFL topics. Um, the first thing I'm going to talk about, which is just happened a little over an hour ago perhaps a little over two hours ago the washington football team yeah. actually just announced today that they're changing their official nickname um obviously they were the washington redskins and they changed that and now they're going to be the washington commanders which which is a name that will probably stick forever yeah um, yeah that's just your thoughts on it man um do you like the name washington commanders do you think it will stick do you think um it's basically they'll get what they're going for yeah i mean i i like it i think personally i think the red wolves was uh was a really good option i know there were lots of uh, possibilities kind of going around twitter um and there were some you know some people that did like photoshop and photoshop some jerseys together and i really like the red wolves but i think the commanders is good as well i think it really uh like shows what they're trying to do with the team because obviously um, they're in Washington, which is the capital of the United States. Um, so obviously, it's more of a like military um, name. It kind of represents the city more. Um, so yeah. I think that's why they went with that one, and, and I and I do like it. Um, I think I looked at, at the jerseys. I really love the jerseys as well. I think they look great. Yeah, I, I like the I like the red jerseys, and I've seen some some of them match. I think the hoodies are pretty okay, but I I don't know. I think it I think the name will face some backlash before people actually get used to it. Um, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, I think people had gotten used to the Washington football team, the only team without a nickname in the NFL. And um, obviously with change comes a little bit of, a, I guess, um, clapbacks from people. So um, we'll, see. Yeah. We'll, see how, yeah, we'll see how people adapt to it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it's always going to be that way. Like, no matter what, there's always going to be people that don't like it, people that do like it. Um, it was the same last year. We went up through a lot of jersey changes. I think the Rams, Chargers, Falcons all had new jerseys. A lot of people were skeptical. 
I think it's all worked out, and I think it'll be the same with them. I, I, I like the name. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, for you guys that didn't that don't know this, Matt is actually a Packers fan. Now, I'm tempted to go into Packers talk right now, but there's there's actually much more pressing stuff to talk about. Um, yeah, perhaps if we get time, we'll speak we'll speak about the Packers um, at the end of this podcast. Um, yeah, for in, sure. uh, yeah, in an hour. Um, Brian Flores has actually been hitting the news pretty hard, and um, his news has actually eclipsed um, the, the news that Tom Brady is actually retiring after 22 years in the National Football League. Um, but let me just lay this down for guys that perhaps don't have a clue or perhaps are not aware of what's going on. Um, Brian Flores filed a lawsuit on Tuesday, actually, a class action lawsuit in Manhattan Federal Court against the National Football League, the Miami Dolphins, the Denver Broncos, and the New York Giants. Now, obviously, um, is actually suing four parties here, but the, his case is actually against the Dolphins, the Broncos, and the Giants. Now, it seems um, regarding the, the Dolphins, it seems like um, Dolphins owner Steve, Steven Ross actually wanted him to purposely lose games so that um, the Dolphins actually get a higher draft pick. And then there's talk of um, Ross actually wanting him to hire um, a quote um, prominent quarterback um, back yeah. in actually winter of 2020. And yeah, so that's that's basically Miami Dolphins are purposely losing games and actually hiring actually tampering actually hiring a prominent quarterback um during the winter of 2020 we all know pre-agency doesn't start until i guess march and this happened during the winter yeah. and uh yep and then we go to denver actually i think he before he got the job from in miami um in denver interviewed for that job obviously vic fangio ended up with that job um vic fangio is gone now um but um, it seems like during that interview, obviously, it seems it seemed like John Elway, well, not John Elway, is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, he's the chairman in Denver, and the president as well. Most of those executives that took that interview, actually, it seemed like they were hungover or something, and they didn't take that interview as seriously as it was meant to be. So it seemed like. Obviously, the Rooney Rule um, was introduced in 2003 for guys that are not aware. It's a rule that basically the NFL has in place for um, actually candidates of minority background to actually get get interviews for perhaps the head coach um, positions, the coordinator positions, and even the general manager positions. So it seems like for him, um, he didn't actually see that being a real interview, and um, it seems like he it's a trend that he has seen um, going from um, job opportunity to job opportunity. And it seems like teams actually aren't taking serious, um, seriously the, the, the opportunity of actually hiring black head coaches, black co- offensive coordinators, black defensive coordinators, or black GMs. And obviously, he had, a, he had an issue with that. And the New York Giants one is more re- recent and is actually, I think, what prompted him to file this lawsuit um, this is actually a funny one because let me just break <laughs> this down. <coughs> yeah, the Zoom interview. Um, Brand Flores actually did a Zoom interview on January 18th. Um, the in-person interview was actually scheduled for January 27th. We know um, the assistant manager for the Bills is now GM um, for the Giants. Sean actually um, scheduled it for 27th. Now the following day on 19th, actually January 19th, Bill Belichick. Um, <laughs> yeah, Bill Belichick actually texted Brian Flores um, 
assuming not assuming uh, presuming that um that he was actually texting Brian Dable who was offensive coordinator for the Bills um congratulating him for getting the job in New York and um actually confirming um to Brian Flores that Brian Dable is actually the guy um for the Giants and obviously Flores wasn't aware obviously they both named Brian and perhaps you can get the confusion yeah. and um Yep, and um, it's it's it's, a, it's it it actually was the perhaps the epiphany that he needed that actually this is as flawed as I've seen before. This is not new, but at least this needs to change. Obviously, his interview was scheduled for 27th, and it seemed like the Giants had, had decided who was going to be their head coach eight days before Brian Flores yeah. actually had a chance to interview. Um, there's a lot to unpack here. Obviously, there's a lot of issues to be addressed here. Um, that was just a background. Matt, break this down, man. What do you think of this entire scenario, and how do you think this is going to play out? Yeah, I mean, it's clearly like, um, like you said, with the Denver situation, um, as well as in uh, with the situation with the Giants, they clearly did not give him a fair chance to have the job. Um, with the Giants, they already made a decision on who the head coach was going to be um, before his interview even happened. Not even giving him a chance, not only did they make that decision, but they also had executives telling people to other teams like Bill Belichick that someone certain already had the job without actually interviewing the other candidates that were scheduled. So obviously, um, you know, change needs to be made here. Um, you know, there, there is already a lack of minorities when it comes to head coaching in general um, and coaching all over the league at all positions, not only the head coach. Um, and obviously things need to change. There needs to be a more serious consideration for all candidates, no matter you know the color of their skin or what they believe in. I know I'm just looking at this quote here of Brian Wolfores. He said, God has gifted me with special talent to coach the game of football, but the need for change is bigger than my personal goals. Um, and I think that really shows that it's not like he's sitting here and he's upset that he didn't get a, you know, he didn't get a co- coaching job. So he's filing a lawsuit. It's clear that this is bigger than himself. Um, it's a, you know, it's a pattern of systematic racism within the NFL. And, it, you know, it's something that needs to be changed. Um, and I think this is a good first step. Um, you know, obviously there's been steps in the past with that rule that you mentioned that was introduced. Um, but, you know, um, this is obviously a big step and I think it's necessary and and it's a uh, it's risky for Flores. I think he's really, you know, brave for doing this. He truly, you know, he's putting himself, you know, his job, his future in the NFL in jeopardy to, you know, create a bigger change for the future going forward. And I think that's really important and, you know, it's pretty awesome that he's doing yeah and to your point he's actually this is a, this is a big risk for him this is yeah. a massive big risk for him we know he's a candidate for the head coaching jobs in houston and new orleans obviously um sean payton just basically left and um obviously the job openings in houston and new orleans and he is among the final candidates and uh, i've just been watching his interview on GitHub a few minutes ago it just came out like an hour maybe an hour and a half ago yeah and um he, re- he he actually said that he he contacted these teams and told them that he was actually filing a lawsuit against the NFL and these spe- specific clubs the Dolphins the Broncos and the Giants and these teams apparently they knew before 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 he before um he actually filed the lawsuit that this was actually supposed to ha- was going to happen yeah. and um like you, like you just said it's a big risk 
um, chances are that he never gets a job in the NFL again, and it's it, it's just a testament to how brave and yeah. how great of a man he is to, to actually do this. Because we know most people would actually take the hundred thousand um, dollars and basically just lose games, and which is which is funny because um, I think the moment the uh, the moment he was fired, obviously a, a number of teams actually fired the head coach. At the moment he was fired, everyone went on the internet and was wondering like, of all the coaches we expected, um, um, the Bears to fire the head coach. We expected yeah, the exactly. Yeah. And the sh- the ultimate shock was that. Miami actually decided to fire Brian Flores, which was everyone was puzzled by, and we didn't know basically what was going down underneath, and this is just actually coming up right now. And it's 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 not it's not exactly what what um, it's not exactly a new story, and it's not exactly something that we is has not been associated with the NFL. This topic yeah. of racism and systematic discrimination, and for me, I just I just salute the guy. And now Q, but basically, I have a conspiracy theory about this. Obviously, the, the lawsuit was 58 page. Um, the NFL came out denying that um, that basically it it has no basis or something along those lines, um, which is just untrue. And um, hopefully, something turns out. Um, something great turns out out, out of this. I, I really hope yes. that it gets a in the NFL. Although we, we didn't see that with. Um, Colin Kaepernick, the moment um, he had he had issues with the owner, so I'm getting a job back. So we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how that happens. Um, but I have an issue, I have an issue regarding this month. Um, the the NFL quarterback, the prominent NFL quarterback. So it, um, actually, Flores says um, he was he was invited onto a yard for for lunch, obviously by 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 Ross. Um, yeah. the, Dolphins honor um, in the winter of 2020, um, and then upon him getting onto the yard, Ross actually informs him that the, um, this quote prominent quarterback is arriving um, conveniently for an impromptu meeting. Um, who do you think the, impromptu, the 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 prominent quarterback was? Do you have an idea? Obviously, we've had talks of Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I think Deshaun Watson makes a lot of sense. Obviously, he was not involved in football this year. Um, he was, you know, he was away from the game. Not only did he not want to play for the Houston Texans, but he had his legal situation that kept him away from the game as well. And I know it was, uh, I think, I believe it was Flores that wanted Deshaun, um, but there was a disagreement between him and the GM. Um, so it could have been him. I think that makes the most sense because I doubt any other quarterback who was currently playing would have been, you know, um, visiting other teams, even though he's already on a team right now. Obviously, Deshaun is still on the Houston Texans, but, you know, he won't play a game for them ever again, I don't think. Um, so I, I really do think that would make the most sense um, that he was the one they would be talking about there. Um, but yeah, it is it is an interesting story. Definitely pose some questions. Yeah. Now I get the Deshaun Watson um, theory part of it. I, I I really do. I really do. I get it. Like th- this is it makes a ton of sense. Deshaun, obviously, it seems like like it's like you said to your point, he's not going to play for Houston um, unless something happens with this lawsuit and whatever. Yeah. But I, I, I have an interesting um, theory and like it's it's crazy conspiracy and this is actually why i tweeted out and perhaps why most people will actually listen to this podcast mm-hmm. um 
my 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 prominent quarterback the person that i think it is i think it's brady and uh, and it it's it's it, it it um considering it doesn't it doesn't make a lot of sense on paper but actually let me just lay this down um we know brady was actually um he was scheduled to leave um basically new england I think he was scheduled to leave after in 2021 after the 2020 season mm-hmm. and not after the 2019 season. I think that that was the initial plan. But I think for him um he he, he really wanted to perhaps look some look look for some for somewhere else. He didn't want to sit in England for a season knowing truly well that perhaps they they don't plan a long-term future for him. So he he really wanted to get out of there. And we know he wanted to play somewhere that was that was warmer than new than new england he didn't want to play in pittsburgh he didn't want to play in seattle wherever um it wanted to play somewhere warmer and what's warmer than florida actually yeah. and so yeah funny 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 thing he actually ended up um in a team that that's actually in florida in the tampa bay bucks and here here is is the thing um is why i'm i'm very convinced that the prominent quarterback that florida is actually speaking of is tom brady Brady I I don't think Brady actually planned to retire this season which is um I think a lot of things are happening for him that he didn't plan obviously him leaving New England I I, I didn't I, I think that he didn't plan to leave um in 22 after the 2019 season I don't think he planned to retire after the season obviously he had a great season um he he was kicked out of out of the playoffs in the divisional round and Although they, they they lost some players like Godwin AB, I think that team could still go on a Super Bowl run. I think that team, even Brady himself, is aware that that team is a contender. Definitely. Um, yeah, I think I think the news that came out on Saturday, I think it's more of an NFL of the NFL actually pushing him to retire, just just because obviously they were. I think the NFL was aware that Flores was about to actually file this lawsuit way before days before um this actually came out and um i think that i think brady the news coming out on saturday that brady is actually retiring i think it was more of an nfl move actually telling him bro you need to retire because there's a wave coming and if this wave comes and finds you still an nfl player because mind you the news that brady was retiring actually became official hours before the news that flores yes. was filing this loss which is um brady confirmed this tuesday i think tuesday morning and then hours later news came out came out everywhere that flores was actually um filing this lawsuit in manhattan i i i don't know i i really really think the prominent quarterback was brady and obviously with with flores actually the lawsuit makes a ton of sense and obviously you wouldn't bet against the nfl you wouldn't bet against the nfl actually losing um actually you wouldn't bet against the nfl winning this this lawsuit but you'd say flores actually has a case here um how much sense does that make to anyone else beside me and do you think that's possible that brady was the prominent quarterback that flores is alluding to Yeah, I definitely think it's possible he would have been uh one of the one of the quarterbacks because he was kind of in in an in between spot. Um he wasn't really sure where he was going to play. Um I think in the end it was smarter to go to Tampa Bay rather than Miami. Um just because Tampa Bay did have especially at the time had a better roster um around, you know, ready for a quarterback. Um an example of that right now would be like kind of like the Denver Broncos right now. Have a great roster, but you know, nothing really at quarterback. 
Um, I think in terms of the idea that, you know, he was told to retire, were you thinking in a way to kind of almost bury or like make this lawsuit less of news? Is that is that what you're thinking? I'm thinking in a way of this lawsuit would perhaps tarnish his legacy. I think this lawsuit would perhaps um, maybe um, pro- portray his career in a career that started really well, obviously won the Super Bowl in his second season in the league and after 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 actually going to going and winning the seventh ring, um, he I think this lawsuit would basically bury Brady if he, if he if he was still playing because we've we've known him we've seen him he, he's never in the public eye he's, he, he's never had um, cases court cases um, against him lawsuits filed against him it's rare that he, he has actually been caught in a scandal and I think just just. Um, with such a wave coming and a wave that perhaps could go on for, for months, in, if, if not years, I think it would it would make a ton of sense for Brady to actually retire now than try and fight this while he was still playing. Right, because he, he was involved with the with the Miami Dolphins. Yeah, um, yeah, that, that's that, my okay. Concern. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely uh, definitely understandable. I can definitely uh, see that being a possibility. Um, yeah. Obviously not something he'd want to be involved with um um in terms of future for for the lawsuit i i truly do hope flores wins this one and i hope it does drive change within the nfl and in the system they have right now for sure yeah and for guys that maybe think that i'm losing my mind um <laughs> just ask, yeah just like ask yourself this like brady is the most calculative like the most one of the smartest players the national football league has ever has ever had period and we've yeah we've seen we've seen actually the best players um come and do it and brady as the reason why brady has done it better is because his his way of thinking his mentality is better than anyone else and for someone that actually has has seven rings, compar- comparatively, I think I think Manning has two rings. Or I think Peyton Manning has one ring. I think I think yeah, yeah one, I'm, one or two. I'm not sure. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not entirely sure, but I think I think I think Peyton Manning has like one ring or two rings, and Brady has seven. For someone who is the quote what the the the. On quote, he's, he's the GOAT. He's probably the best athlete um, in sports. Um, at 44 years, still playing at the highest level. You'd think he'd, he'd want to retire in a better way, quote. Quote, better way. Um, you'd think Brady would do it um, maybe in a suit um, with Giselle by, by his side and his family and everyone and just like hanging them up and like doing an entire like press conference that would perhaps hit the internet in massive ways. We know he's, he likes the public life now. He's, he's doing everything, interviews, podcasts, um, docu-series, wherever, whatever. Um, for him to actually retire using an Instagram post or just like posting on Twitter, blah, 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 um, perhaps 12... 13, 14, 15 paragraphs um, thanking people and like telling them, okay, bye, I'm retiring. Um, it has been nice. It has been nice. It doesn't seem like the way Brady actually wanted to retire. This is why it seems like it's a it's, it's a forceful retirement for me. That, that, you know, when you say that, that does make a lot of sense. Um, it definitely, especially you see in the way um, quarterbacks have retired in the past. Obviously, Andrew Luck 
comes to mind. Yep. That that one was a little bit more emotional, a little bit more unexpected, just because he was so young and yet mm-hmm. so so skilled. Um, but obviously, there was a big you know emotional um, podcast there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, not podcast, but uh, you know interview that they had press conference. So it it definitely is a bit um, a bit weird that uh, that he retired in the way he did for sure. Yeah, and there is I like tweeting this like saying I actually have a conspiracy theory about this. I I I, I linked um the Brady and 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 Lamar um photo actually, which is which is something else that I think um and I, for me I think I think which is just me overthinking here. But I I think the reason why Brady actually actually crowned Lamar saying that Lamar is next. I don't think Cravens fans um should actually should actually be happy that that Brady actually did that. Um I think I think the reason why is because we know that ton of talented um quarterbacks in not only in the NFL but the AFC as well. Brady could have crowned Joe Burrow is in the Super Bowl. He could have crowned um Josh Allen, um Justin Herbert or Patrick Mahomes just actually um lost the AFC Championship the other day. These are actually good can, good quarterbacks and a, a common thing of the quarterbacks that I just mentioned, they're white, and yeah. la, la, and la, and except except Mahomes, Mahomes is is black, but is 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 blackish. Yeah, um, he's mixed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but but um, Lamar is actually black. Is actually a black quarterback. I think I think the reason why Brady actually crowned like this was this was almost like the following day or like hours after 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 the Flores lawsuit actually went public Brady actually crowned Lamas I think it's it's a it's a case of like oh look at him he actually um supports black people perhaps he maybe wants yeah. um lord it so like he wants to pull black people to rally to his cause if everything goes left yeah so no, I, in, I i i could see that as a move because brady is so calculative and i don't think he just does anything for the sake of it i know people are ecstatic that he actually crowned lamar but no one is actually questioning why he did because it's unlike him to do that yeah especially since you know no no hit on lamar i i you know he's obviously had a down year this year with a few injuries but i still do think he's an elite quarterback but when it comes to mind, there are definitely quarterbacks in the league that are better than Lamar Jackson, especially young ones. Um, in yeah. you know, uh, you know, in Patrick Mahomes, I think is a great example. So, you know, I, I definitely think that's a possibility. Um, in that, like you said, that would definitely be a more calculated move, something that you know Brady has done in the past. Yeah, and um, that's my biggest conspiracy, guys. That's that's my biggest conspiracy. I think Brady is the is the prominent quarterback that Flores is actually speaking of. I think his retirement. I think him posting Lamar. I think everything is due to this lawsuit that Flores actually has filed against the NFL. I might be wrong, uh, but it's it's a good theory to entertain. I definitely think it's a. Uh definitely a topic of interest that you know these two all these things kind of happen at the same time for sure interesting yeah 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 for sure for sure um yeah after after speaking obviously um can we can, do, do 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 we have to talk about how great brady is or people people already know how great he is and we can uh, just move on from that i think i think we can move on maybe i'll uh just go through a couple of stats quickly um yeah just to reflect, you know what yeah, he's yeah. what he's done here. Um, 
you know, so I would say I think he was in the Super Bowl around close to 50% of his career. Um, all-time leader in passing yards, passing touchdowns, seven Super Bowl rings, which is more than any other NFL franchise, not just any NFL player, any franchise. Um, you know, all those accolades on top of, I think it's, you know, two MVPs, four Pro Bowl votes, something like that, maybe 15... Or sorry, yeah. four four all pros with like fifteen or so Pro Bowls, something like that. Yes. Um, so obviously, just to go over the resume there, really, you know, obviously the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. Um, no one is as smart as him, and as well as one of the most accurate quarterbacks you'll ever see. Yeah, facts, man. In terms of his resume, no one has actually done what like what he's done in the twenty-two yeah. years that he has played in the National Football League. Obviously, Brady is Brady because um, of his time in, in New England. And the reason why New England actually has six rings um, has a lot has a lot to do with Tom Brady. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah, like you said, um, New England have six rings. Pittsburgh have six rings. Brady has seven. Yeah. And yeah, he's, he's yeah he's the best man. I think I think. Um, in terms of in terms of his postseason career, he's also leading on everything. I think 19 appearances in the postseason, 47 games started in the postseason, and 35 wins in the postseason. So he's leading on every chart, basically. Um, I think I think there there wouldn't be a uh, there wouldn't be a record that he would he he hasn't broken at, at this point. Yeah, I mean it's uh it's pretty unbelievable in terms of. You know, I, there's really no one that's come close. I don't think anyone will ever come close. I think the one that you would think of is Patrick Mahomes just because, you know, in his first five, you know, career seasons, he's went to four straight AFC championships. Um, he's went to two Super Bowls, lost one. I think it's tough now with, you know, not making it to the Super Bowl this year. It's, uh, it might be tough for him to catch him because that's another year ticking by where you have the team and you have the opportunity to get the, to the Super Bowl. Um, but you kind of fell short. So, you know, with that happening, I, I truly do doubt that uh, that uh, anyone ever catches him, but y- you never know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. I, I don't think anyone will. I, I, I'm hopeful that Patrick Mahomes does, but I don't think he, I don't think anyone will. Brady just led the league in passing this current season. Like yeah. the season, yeah, like he, he led the league in passing and Patrick Mahomes obviously played the 17 games. Obviously, um, we'll see 17 games um, going forward. Um, yeah, but I don't think anyone will in the near, um, in the far, far future. Yeah, and especially, I think a lot of it is the, uh, is the uh, longevity as well. You know, the ability, um, which is something I don't think Patrick Mahomes has. You know, he's had a few injuries so far. You know, the ability to play until you're 44 years old, I mean, that's just inhuman. That's unbelievable that he's able to play at such a high level. You know, he played an MVP level this year at 44 years old. Um, You know, it's almost, it seems impossible, and I really don't see anyone playing for that long again because that's just, you know, that's... It's not very hard to do, yeah. Yeah. 
yeah um yeah brady aside brian flores aside um but that's that's going to be a very interesting topic the brian flores um lawsuit going forward um i think it it's it's not over i think that that will be discussed for a while months down the line i think we'll still yeah. be here on the total perspective speaking about it yeah but um can we before before we obviously well, well before we go to the um basically to the pro bowl this sunday um can we just speak about the afc championship game um we'll just touch on it we'll not go a lot into detail um before the season actually started i had the rams um winning the super bowl this season mm-hmm. i'm glad that they're in the super bowl uh but i also had the bills on the other side um of the afc actually getting to the super bowl and losing it to the rams um how do you think if the bills were actually in this afc championship game against the bengals do you think the bills win it or do you think the bengals still come out on top yeah it's so tough obviously um you know, that was such a great game Kansas City versus Buffalo historic yeah. game truly um, and then Kansas City came in and I mean after the first half it looked like they were going to run away with it I mean they Patrick Mahomes was practically perfect in the first half and then I think in the second half they they had a bit of a you know just completely fell apart really the defense stopped making plays um, and the offense just completely shut down um, I think it's tough to say. It's really tough because I I do think they would have won. Um, and the reason is because you don't see the Bills having that type of falling off. I think a lot to do, if you really look over that Cincinnati and uh, uh, Chiefs game, a lot of the reason why the Chiefs stalled in the end there was, you know, obviously Mahomes wasn't playing perfect, but there were a couple drop passes on second and third down. Um, they didn't really run the ball effectively. They kind of stopped running. Um, so I think although Mahomes didn't play great, it did have a lot to do with uh, play calling and as well as the receivers, you know, having a bit of a tough time. And that's something that the Bills don't really have. I mean, they, they have so many great receivers on that team. Obviously, the Chiefs do too. But, you know, G- Gabriel Davis, who had four touchdowns in that game against the Chiefs, he is the, you know, the wide receiver four on that team. Um, yeah. Whereas I, yeah. So I mean, clearly they have a lot. You know, they, I think they have a few, a bit more talent at the receiver position. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I, honestly, I do think the Bills would have won that game because I just don't see them uh, crumbling in the second half like the Chiefs do. Yeah, yeah. I think if the I think if the Bills got past um, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, I think the Bills would be would be would be playing on on thirteenth on February the thirteenth. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Um, which makes me a little bit happy because I wasn't far off. Um, because Trafford actually um, got um, one over 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 the 49ers. I think the Rams hadn't won against um, San Francisco. I think in six games. I think they were all in six against the 49ers, and they just pulled off a miraculous win. Afterwards, it also it also seemed like um, San Francisco was going to win that one the way they started, and yeah. the Rams actually. Um, fought back and clawed their way back and and won it in the end. Um, how how impressed have you been by Matt Stafford? Obviously, his first season um, with the Rams, um, we got them to a Super Bowl, and his his clutch plays, um, him and Cooper Cup have, have actually been a key to the success that the Rams have had this season and obviously in the postseason. How impressed have you been by Stafford and the Rams? 
Yeah, um, originally when the trade occurred, obviously, you know, Stafford's talent in Detroit couldn't go undermined. He was a great player there. He just did not have great people around him, right? Um, yeah. So, I mean, when he went to the Rams, they, you know, they traded away a lot of their future to get him. And honestly, I wasn't really sure because although he was very talented, he never really had a lot of success in Detroit. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I was definitely worried about um, what he would do. He started off very, very hot. He played very well. I was very impressed. Um, and then, you know, as the season went on, he did turn over the ball a little bit. But honestly, it seemed outside of Aaron Rodgers, there were a lot of turnovers this year. You look at Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, all of these top quarterbacks all had, you know, a decent, yeah. amount, a decent amount of it. Yeah, Lamar as well had a decent amount of uh, interceptions. Um, and then throughout the playoffs... I mean, you know, no matter what what the team is, how strong your running game is, how strong your defense is, to be a quarterback and to lead you to the Super Bowl, it's impressive no matter what. It's the most important position of football uh, and your team's in the Super Bowl now. Um, But, you know, to be real, Goff did do the same thing. Um, Obviously, I'm not saying Jared Goff is (laughs) is Matthew Stafford. He definitely isn't. Um, But I think to really, you know, prove what he's done um, throughout the season, he does need to win this next game. Um, now, I'm not sure. Even if he doesn't, it's still impressive what he's been able to do. Um, you know, the Rams, even from last year, um, lost a lot, uh, a lot of talent. Um, especially on the defense, they lost a few players. They did gain some guys like Vaughn Miller. Um, yeah. But, you know, what he's been able to do is very impressive. But I think to really, you know, put the cherry on top is to win this game. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful that they will um, because I, I, I picked them to win the Super Bowl. I hope I'm right. Um, I hope they don't tank against against the Bengals. Um, we know Joe Burrow is, is hot right now. Um, I think he's a hot commodity. Um, people forget that um, obviously we've seen backlash. Um, after Joe Burrow actually won the game, we saw backlash um, basically against um, against against Lama, people forget that Lama is actually younger than Joe Burrow, yeah. and yeah, yeah, it, it it doesn't seem so because Lama obviously a unanimous MVP and obviously goes to the to the to the league before before Burrow as well. Um, but I really I really hope that the Bengals don't win this one. Um, I don't think it will be um, comfortable um, in quotes um, in the AFC North if the Bengals actually win um, win this Super Bowl. Um, obviously, it will be their first. They haven't won it. They've got to the Super Bowl twice and and lost um, both times. Um, but I, 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 for me, the big thing, I just hope Odell um, gets his ring. It's it's been a long time coming. He's a he's a massive talent. Um, we thought his career in Cleveland was was a bust, and um, we didn't think he'd actually win a Super Bowl. Now getting to his first, I really hope that the Rams actually win um, February 13th. Yeah, um, there's a lot of guys on that team that really, you know, deserve a chance um, to win that Super Bowl. Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey, mm-hmm. um, Vaughn Miller, although I think Vaughn Miller might have won one yeah. uh, in Denver. But uh, yeah, Vaughn Miller as well. Um, just in general, I think yeah. I think there's a lot of guys, Matt Stafford, Odell Beckham as well, but a lot of guys that really deserve to win that Super Bowl. Um, but, you know, there's no doubt. Um, I know you're a Ravens fan, so it might not be as sweet, but... <laughs> to see Joe Burrow come back from an ACL injury last year um, and lead a really a team that no one, uh, a lot of people didn't even expect 
uh, to make the playoffs, including myself, to you know, to have a yeah. leaded team make this and win the Super Bowl um, mm-hmm. would be a cool story as well. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Obviously, um, I think I think for 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 Jamal Chase it would be big as well. Obviously, winning the national championship with Burrow um, in, back in college, actually. Chase's um, last season, last season in college, obviously opted out in the 2020 season due to, um, obviously we know the pandemic was big that season and Alabama won that one. And for him to actually, his first season in the NFL to actually win the big one um, with the quarterback that he was playing, obviously to crown perhaps the best start to an NFL career, maybe for a wide receiver, um, maybe we've ever seen. And um, yeah, outstandingly, he's broken all the records. Um, I think I think he's he has scored five or six touchdowns against the Ravens this season um, in both games, which is like I I I applaud his talent. He's, a, he's an incredible talent, and um, obviously deserved to be picked fifth overall. Um, but you 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 wouldn't want to see that um, happen to your team. And obviously, yeah, yeah, obviously, and. Another, obviously, on on one side you have Jamar Chase, actually one of the one of the best wide receivers in the league this season, um, having a chance to win that Super Bowl, and you have Cooper Cup on the other side, the best receiver this season, um, having a chance to hoist that Lombardi as well. Um, Cooper Cup to me has a, has had an MVP type season. Um, who would you rather have, basically, win this ring, Cooper Cup or Jamar Chase? Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I personally, I I just, uh, Joe Burrow is really one of my favorite players. Um, Jamar Chase, obviously, being a young guy who, you know, even by myself was doubted a bit at the start of the season on, you know, why the Bengals would take him um, over you know, Panay Sewell or Rashawn Slater, um, mm-hmm. you know, when they, when they need an offensive lineman so bad. Um, but obviously, it, it was worth it, you know, that connection between him and Burrow really showed through the entire season um so personally i i am cheering going for the uh the Bengals just because uh just because i love the story um, of what you know joe burrow has done in the past year to recover from this injury and and come back yeah. um yeah. and i just think you know, i think he's going to be a really good quarterback he's very smart just like uh Brady, very accurate as well um but yeah. you know if the rams won the super bowl i'd be ecstatic as well um obviously being a Packers fan, Matt Stafford was in the division for a long time, um, and he was a very talented, yeah. talented guy. I know Aaron Rodgers always, uh, you know, in a lot of interviews, likes to give props to Matthew Stafford for you know being very good. And I think there's, like I said, there's a lot of guys on that team who deserve a Super Bowl. So they ended up winning it. I definitely, uh, I'd be happy for them as well. Yeah. So for sure, you'll be watching this one as a, as a, as a, as just like a fun and not like. Exactly. It, yeah exactly. yeah 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 both teams either team that wins i think i think there's a lot of people who deserve it and i think a lot of people you know uh and i, and I like the matchup i think it's gonna be a good one yeah yeah i yeah i for me like i'd be i'd be pissed off if like i'm i'm not sure if i'll watch the game but i'll be pissed off if if i don't watch it i'll be pissed off if i wake up on monday morning and like um the Bengals have won it i'll be i'm sure, I'm sure that that'll spoil my entire week um, 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's a bit different being in the division of the team that wins it. That's not yep. as fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure, hundred percent. I really, I really hope they don't. Um, yeah, but one one of the big talking points this season, um, the Packers um, special teams. Um, I think debacle. Um, the Packers special teams debacle. That's it's it's been an interesting one. You guys had a special teams coordinator last season in Sean Menenga. Um, after that, obviously, I think I think you guys also ranked last last um, dead last in the NFL last season, according to someone. I think I forget his name. Um, but I. Um, you guys ranked last season in on, last on special teams. Um, you promoted um, Maurice Drayton, his assistant, Menenga's assistant this season. You guys also ranked last um, in the NFL. Um, I think at the moment Drayton is gone. Um, how big is the special teams problem? Because it it actually cost you guys the game, and that, that's the reason why you guys didn't play in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, it's. Uh... It's one of those things that goes underlooked. Obviously, you know the uh, the special teams guys um, don't make the biggest money. Um, the kickers, the punters, the punt returners—you know—all the money goes to those big defensive players, the quarterbacks, things like that. Um, but it shines through. I mean, special teams is is important as as much as it's kind of just something that happens a few times a game. You know, if if your special teams can't you know do what they're supposed to do, it costs you football games. You saw it. Um, you know, we we uh, got a kick blocked uh, at the uh, end of the half, which did not, which made it a tie game at half and not go up by three. Um, obviously, our punt was blocked in return for a touchdown, which is basically the play that lost us the game. Um, we were pretty much uh, in in, uh, in control there until that happened. So, I mean, it's it's a huge issue. It was something we struggled with all year. Um, especially with kick returning, punt returning wasn't great. Miss it. Mason Crosby was missing lots of kicks, um, so it was you know it was wishy washy all year. Um, yeah. But you know when you go into the playoffs, you have you know a defense which I think finished top ten and with lots of great players on there, and you have you know that connection between Rodgers and Adams and such a great offense. You you go into the playoffs expecting a lot, um, and to lose it by you know this thing that's kind of been in the background not being great all year and then it comes and it loses you the game it's frustrating um and it shows how important having depth um and having good players you know not only your starters but down the board as well um you know how important that is for your team i think san francisco is a great example of that obviously they lost but they have great depth all over their team um yeah. and their specialty which has been lights out so yeah it's uh Unfortunately, that's how it goes, but it's definitely something you can improve. And I think, like I said, just getting depth at all the positions and, you know, that's so important. Um, even though it might cost a bit more money to do that, um, it clearly, it, it, it can lose you a playoff game to not have that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I think um, on, to your point, San Francisco, I think I think that difference is there, is, is the, is there, is the, biggest part of their game i think that their defense is stellar and obviously i think it's special teams after that and then their offense obviously they yeah. have weapon offense as well but overall they're a well-balanced team and that's that's the reason why they won um yeah. back in Lambo, which is most of us didn't expect it actually actually during that divisional round i i did a podcast with alex leak um he hosts um the alex leak and friends nfl podcast um i actually picked the number one seeds to win in the divisional round which was i i'm not sure how i lost that because i had the rams winning in tampa and um 
I had I had the Chiefs winning against the Bills, but I I actually didn't see Tennessee or Green Bay losing, so which is it's just crazy. Yeah, it was uh, an unfortunate loss. Obviously, you know, um, San Francisco wasn't able to move on. Obviously, there was a big drop interception um, by Jaquiski Tart in that game. Um, but I yeah. think the biggest thing for San Fran was, you know, not having that franchise quarterback. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, who knows, uh, you know, what his future looks like. But obviously, they drafted Trey Lance for a reason, and it's to get over the hump. I mean, it's to be able to win those types of games, be able to win the game that they lost two years ago in, uh, in the Super Bowl against Kansas City. Um, and, and, and I think... You know, as much as I said, you know, obviously special teams is something that helps a lot. Um, having an elite quarterback is something you need as well. So it's that balance of, you know, the Packers, you know, spent lots of money on getting an elite quarterback and putting some talent around him and having a great defense, but came up short in the special teams. Um, and then, you know, San Francisco in a way, they have great depth on defense, but, you know, didn't have a quarterback that can get them over the hump. So it's, it's finding that balance. And I think teams like, you know the Bucks a couple of years ago. Teams like the uh, the Rams and the Bengals have done a great job at kind of balancing their, uh, you know, where they allocate their money throughout yeah. the whole team. Yeah, a hundred, a hundred percent. And I think to your point, I think Jimmy Jimmy is scheduled to leave. And um, I think I think he did, he did a press conference last um, yesterday. I think I think I, it was um, more so along the lines of this is farewell. And he was actually telling the Niners fans that maybe maybe I, maybe I won't see you guys next year. I think this is it. And like I'll I'll see you when I see you. I think I think the biggest the biggest thing for him. I think um, he insisted that he actually gets traded to a winning team. And I think I think the Niners are actually preparing for for Trey Lance to actually step um, into those big shoes and be the franchise quarterback that they drafted him at number at number three overall for. Yeah. So I um, I think I think chance is that we don't see um, Jimmy G actually playing um, in San Francisco next season. Um, although Pittsburgh, Washington, um, New Orleans, Denver and now Tampa Bay are actually looking for quarterbacks. So he's not short of options. Yeah, I mean there, there's a ton of options. Um, I just want to touch on the 49ers quickly. Um, you mentioned, you know, Trey Lance taking over uh, the reins there at quarterback. I think it is the right decision, even if it means, you know, not, even though you guys are, you know, they're in a win-now mode because of the roster they have. Um, they also do have a young roster. Um, so I think, you know, it's even if, even if you don't win the Super Bowl next year um, with Trey Lance at quarterback, I think, you know, it's still important to get him in there um, get him, you know, in the starting quarterback role, um, and get him that experience because I, I think he he's a great talent. Uh, he is someone that I think can lead you to the Super Bowl. And we saw um, Patrick Mahomes in his second year. He sat his first year. He played a couple games um, when Alex Smith got injured in his first year, and he didn't look spectacular. And then he came out in the second year and threw for five thousand yards and fifty touchdowns. So, <laughs> not, not 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 saying that. You know, uh, Trey Lance, Lance is, yeah, wow. not saying Trey Lance can do something like that, but, um, you know, we've seen guys come in into their second year after sitting um, and be elite and with a great coaching staff in San Francisco and a lot of talent around them, especially if they re-sign Debo Samuel this offseason. Um, mm-hmm. I think Trey, Trey Lance is in a spot for success, and I think the 49ers will be competitors for a long time because I do think he's going to do well. Um, yeah. And then as for Jimmy Garoppolo, who knows... Um, where he's going to be, like you said, you mentioned a few teams. I think the Panthers as well. 
teams that are going for quarterbacks. And in a relatively weak quarterback class this year, um, it's kind of interesting on you know what who who's going to take a quarterback in the draft where who's going to go for maybe you know Russell Wilson if he's available or Aaron Rodgers if he's available if he decides to leave Green, leave Green Bay or Jimmy Garoppolo who's going to go for a veteran to try to win that Super Bowl now whereas who's going to get someone in the draft um, you know and and try to rebuild and go for the long run I think for me the favorite for Jimmy like you said he wants to go to a contender and I think it really only makes sense that a contender picks up a quarterback um, because if you're not contending instead of picking up a veteran I think you look you know in the first round this year or next year for one of those young quarterbacks and really uh, rebuild I think teams like Washington although they do have some talent on defense I think they're a great example of a team that should probably look to not go for you know one of the big big guys that might be available but go for you know someone in the draft and you know rebuild your franchise um obviously with the new that could spike you know more of a rebuilding ideology as well so i think um i think for me denver makes the most sense i know uh rogers was eluded to go there a lot but I don't think Rogers plays in Denver. I think, much like Tom Brady, he probably will want to go somewhere a bit warmer um, after being in Green Bay for so long. So I think, I think uh, Denver is not too cold, but you know, I'm thinking something like California for Rogers. So I think, uh, I think it makes a lot of sense for for Jimmy to go to the Broncos. That would make, for me, that would be my favorite for where he ends up next year. Denver. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, uh, that would be a good option. I think. I think also the Washington one may, makes a ton of sense. And um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure exactly the draft pick that they, that, they, that Washington actually have this season. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure if they'll pick in the in the uh, if they'll have a pick in the first round. I'm not entirely sure where they have. But obviously, like you said, chances of getting a quarterback um, in this draft class. A good one is is, is 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 slim. Obviously, Pittsburgh have hopes for Kenny Pickett. I don't think he'll fall. Um, but basically, we'll 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 uh, into the later 2020s um, in the first round. So I'm not sure what will happen there. Um, yeah, I'm actually um, short on time. Um, yeah, basically this 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 has been the episode. We, I really wanted to touch on the Pro Bowl, but I'm afraid I'm afraid we, I'm afraid we, we might have to perhaps speak after 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 it's done because um, it seems like a, lot, a ton of players that were actually selected for the Pro Bowl will not will not actually participate. But this has been the podcast, guys. Um, I'm so sorry that we have to cut it short, but I'm afraid that we have to and. Um, I've been Pablo. Uh, Matt has been here. Uh, Matt, do you want? Do you have anything you want to plug? Um, your Twitter, obviously. Yeah, my Twitter. Uh, my Twitter handle at Papa Matt. Um, Matt with four T's because someone took Papa Matt. How dare they? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, follow me on Twitter. That's mainly where I talk about football stuff. You'll see me put out my outlandish opinions and be obnoxious. Um, that's my job. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, <laughs> um, that, that's uh, that's what you'll see on Twitter. Um, so yeah, definitely uh, follow me there. And uh, thank you for having me. I hope I come back on soon. We can uh, maybe talk about Super Bowl results, free agency, different things like that um, as the off season continues here. 
Yeah, 100%. We're not going to wait this long um, to have you back on the third world perspective. Five months is a lot of time. Yes, it, it was uh, It was a big cap, uh, a big gap. I'm excited to uh, come back on soon. Yeah, man. And shout out, shout out to you for actually making time and doing this. Um, this has been a lot of fun and I really enjoyed having you on. Yeah, for sure, man. It, uh, you know, even though we are far away, the uh, the time shift works. It's perfect timing to do it right now. So uh, it works as well. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, obviously, I've been Pablo. Um, obviously, recording all the way from Kakamega. Matt has been here. I'm recording all the way from Ontario, Canada. And this has been the Third World Perspective NFL 101. Mm-hmm.